Well, our moms think we're funny. I, I, I get the perfect sequel. Like, Hannibal Lecter in Tokyo. Like, he, he's, <laughs> he, he had to come across a Bukaki video and he's like, that's not right. <laughs> and then <laughs> his head just explodes. And then he goes over to Japan and he's just kill people left and right. The thing is, everybody's all super polite in Japan. <laughs> He'd be perfectly content there until the Bukaki. Yeah. So I have to ask, you know, like, uh, you know, we're talking about Japan, but is, is like killing like, like a Chinese person, like eating Chinese food, like, yeah, I killed like a guy, <laughs> but you know, 30 seconds later, I still got the urge to kill again. <laughs> <laughs> like back home killing America, I'd be satiated for like a month or two, but I'd say maybe being in China, but like, oh man, I thought it was full, but like, nope. <laughs> Turns out the killing is just more fun because the MSG. <laughs> it brings uh, such great flavor to everything. Crumbopulous Michael is easily my favorite Rick and Morty <laughs> character. I, I don't even know why. It's such a throwaway thing, but just that, that whole opening dialogue with Morty. <laughs> I kill people for a living. Old people, animals, kids, doesn't really matter. I just love killing <laughs> So good. I buy guns off your granddad. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, like there I go kill him again. <laughs> I go kill him again. <laughs> so good. Oh man. Um oh. So I I don't know if we could really count Scarface, because that's one where you're just supposed to root for the antagonist. I would say. Well, okay, I, I will I will put Scarface on that list. Only because we know from the very, very start that he is not a good person. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is a Cuban refugee who has been detained with all the other Cuban refugees because he has a uh, he has a criminal background. Yeah, and that's why he's in that in that you know internment camp or you know whatever that detention. And they're planning on on uh, uh, sending him back to Cuba. Yeah. So, so we already know from the very start that he is not a good person, but then we do want him to succeed, and it's kind of weird because the reason we want him to succeed is because we're looking at it from like the uh, the perspective of of uh, you know, you know, if you work hard and you're determined, then anybody can make it in America. You know, even even the guy that has everything against him, like you know the the smaller the guy, the like the the more he has to succeed. And, uh, and we want to see that, but at the same time, it's like, he, he's running a criminal empire. He's killing people on a regular basis. He wants to fuck his sister. Uh, <laughs> which, I mean, honestly, given the choice between, you know, like Michelle Pfeiffer and Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio, I'm going to go with Michelle Pfeiffer. That doesn't mean I won't fuck Master Antonio. Right. You best believe I'll fuck Master Antonio. She got that curly hair and shit. Hell yeah. Um, and we know she likes to go down. There's that, yes. I was just thinking about the line, you don't get a scar like this from eating pussy, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, that whole like her going down thing, that's a reference to the movie she was in the Abyss where they were doing the undersea studies and she was on the ocean floor. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's okay. Going down. <laughs> and you guys thought I was being a perfect. <laughs> Turns out it was both. <laughs> um... 
about the Grinch? Uh, I think... Uh, is the Grinch a situation where you're supposed to root for the antagonist? Because... Uh, see, I gotta, I gotta exclude the Grinch from the list because he changed his ways after all that. It's like, oh, I'm not the Grinch anymore. He does have the redemption arc, yeah. But what I think I love about the Grinch is that he doesn't even really try to... to to, to pretend he's somebody he's not. It's like, oh, oh, well, uh, see your tree here, the, the, the lights don't light on one side. So I'm going to take it back to my house <laughs> and fix it up there and bring it back here. It's like, really? Yeah, especially the Jim Carrey Grinch. He is just a pure bastard and it's great. He's a terrorist. He's, he's just mean and evil to everybody. He abuses his dog. It's like he, he makes... Like, there's no attempt at him being lovable. It's just Jim Carrey being a dick for an hour and a half. It's great. Oh, so anybody that wants to know what it was like to actually live under the same roof with Jim Carrey and Gene McCarthy, just rent the Grinch. <laughs> and uh, Cindy Lou, who grew up to, to be a, a punk metal chick, so there's that. Yeah, well, what's her name? Momenshine or uh, Taylor Momsen? Taylor Momsen. Yeah. So. And, uh, yeah. It, it, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it's legal to say she's attractive now, right? Well, yeah, I mean, just like Lacey Chabert. I couldn't have said it like 10 years ago, but now I can't. <laughs> well, no, I mean, she's not attractive in The Grinch. Well, no, I didn't. I mean, Lacey's not attractive as Meg Griffin, but. <laughs> uh. 1993, she's 28. Yeah, she's hot now. Okay, I just said it. <laughs> just like, I mean, Heather Graham and License to Drive, she definitely couldn't have gotten it. She was hot boy. <laughs> but, you know, we were close to the same age, too, so it's okay for me to say that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's fine. Man, she's five foot eight too. That's yeah. awesome. Taylor Momsen. Really? Yeah, okay. that makes her even hotter. I like him tall. And you know what? And she was a lot smarter than that Avril Lavigne chick. She didn't uh, marry the guy from Nickelback. <laughs> so, there you go. Look at this photograph. She was in Spy Kids too. Who was she in Spy Kids too? I think she was one of Spy Kids. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had some ordinary kids in there too, you know. And all the kids were spies. <laughs> Tickle. <laughs> Come on, where's the cast page? Uh, oh, she was the president's daughter. She played George Clooney's daughter. Oh, see? You could have gotten it on with her and I could have hung out with George Clooney. It's a win-win for Team Deedle. George Clooney could have been my dad. Uh, yeah, see there? That'd be like, I don't know, would I want George Clooney as my dad? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I do not want fop, goddammit. <laughs> then, uh, um, so probably the last one, and this one is an original. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I think we got enough for like a three-parter here. Um, so you say what? I think we got enough for a three-parter. Really? I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, if we do, I guess I gotta take like a small break to get myself, get myself something to drink because I'm like, right. thirsty.
But yeah, let's let's throw out one more. Um, like I said, it's not original, but I thought it was a pretty interesting one. Tom from Tom and Jerry. Oh, I'm Jerry all the way. I mean, I, I tend to gravitate more towards Jerry, but from their perspective, Tom is technically the villain. He's the one who always starts shit with Jerry more often than not. Right. Um, but really, he's just a cat trying to get the mouse out of his house. But sometimes, though, Tom only does that when, um, like, uh, like he will he will use and manipulate Jerry and do all kinds of things to him. Or he will like, oh, uh, I'm the one eating up all the food, but I'll blame the mouse. That way, I can continue to get away with like doing all this bad shit. Mm-hmm. So that that kind of makes him, you know, more leans him more towards the bad guy. Uh, but yeah, I got to go with Jerry all the way because Tom can can be, you know, pretty much a dick a lot of times. He he is definitely a dick. Um, there's been a couple of episodes where I've related to him. The one where they both wind up on the train tracks. Oh yeah, and, and the uh, one where Tom gets beheaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I ever really sympathized with them on that. Although at the end, you've got well, because he was supposed to protect the the king's the 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 banquet. That's right. That's right. And they go in and they mess stuff up. Um. Oh, the one where um he's uh he's going to hell unless he can get Jerry to sign that paper. Oh yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, thrown down here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's You can be down here with all the jazz playing Negro cats. <laughs> <laughs> with the black devil who's so lazy. <laughs> he God. can't even bother to torture people. I'll torture him on next Friday. <laughs> oh, it's so hot down here. Hell. Lord. <laughs> That, that, that was from our uh, Let's Watch Racist Cartoons episode, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, su- Sunday Go to Meet, and that was the one. <laughs> Sunday Go to Meet in time. You know, I can't say anything about you remembering the title of it when I remember the plot. So. <laughs> <laughs> you remembered way more of that than I did. <laughs> way more. <laughs> um. Okay. All right, so here's one. Rocky or Apollo Creed? Mm. Now, technically, neither Apollo's not the villain, even though he talks a lot of shit, right? He's not the villain. Rocky's not the villain either. But we root for Rocky because he tells us to. Because he gives us a soft story about how, you know, he's a kid growing up, you know, in the in in this kind of like he's the, this guy that's always told that he would never amount to anything and he should never really like like don't don't look outside your window because you can't have anything that's out there and then the only thing he's that he finds that he's even slightly good at which is boxing which basically is beating someone you know to their unconscious they give up legally mm-hmm. you know and he was a he was a, a a loan collector, a debt collector, yeah, before he started boxing. So, and so, but then we want him to win because you know, hope this is going to somehow pull him out of like the the world that he's in, and and you know, maybe if he does everything right, that's what will happen. But it's it's also highly likely that it he'll just squandering it. 
Mm-hmm. But we never look at Apollo Creed and be like, okay, so this guy's heavyweight champion. How did he get there? Well, because uh, he trained really hard. He fought really hard. He beat the other guy, like, you know, senseless. Mm-hmm. Um, and he grew up in the rough part of, I don't know, Chicago or something. And this is all he knew. And, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, but we don't see the only thing we see is that he is the champ. He's the guy that's standing in our hero's way. Mm-hmm. So we immediately look at Rocky as being like, we want him to win, we want him to win, because he's got so much against him. He won't give up, and he knows this is his only shot because he can't do anything else. But if we knew Apollo's story, and his story was just as good, and he finally made it to the top, he's the heavyweight champion of the world. Mm-hmm. Don't we want to see him actually defend that title yeah. and win? So well, we're told Rocky's the good guy and we should root for him, but we're told nothing about Apollo except for, you know, they, they show us like a, some random clips of him like, you know, talking shit and stuff. And we're like, he's the bad guy. Look, he talks shit to people, mm-hmm. you know, so that must make him bad. He didn't earn this. Like, <laughs> that's not fair. So I, I think for my actual last one, since uh, the Tom one wasn't as good. Uh, and, and we've talked about this, but, uh, I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there without going into huge detail, but Johnny from the Karate Kid. Johnny takes things too far, though. Uh, Johnny has a temper, but that's just because he's a flawed hero. I mean, but, okay, I will say that Daniel, like, he instigates a bunch of shit. Yeah, he starts every fight. <laughs> he runs his mouth too much talking about shit he doesn't know anything about. Because he's Italian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, who's, now who's reaching back? <laughs> yeah, I took my karate classes back because I am Italian. <laughs> you know, Italians were the first people who came over New Jitsu. <laughs> Sorry, hey, yo, <laughs> watch me throw some kicks and punches over here. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi, I'm Italian over here. <laughs> so, yeah, so watch this. It's like, I'm going to kick this guy in the square in the chest. He's going to score a marinara right out his nose. Like a pow! Hey, yo, what are you thinking about that, huh? <laughs> you all fucked up there, ain't you? <laughs> hey. Hey, little word to the wise. Keep your guard up. Stay away from his sister. <laughs> yeah, really, the only time Johnny takes things too far is when uh, is when they beat him up on Halloween night, and Mister Miyagi saves him. That's, that's the one time where where Johnny takes it too far. Every other time, he knocks Daniel down and leaves it alone. He's a little bit abusive of Allie, but you know she's a woman; she deserves less. And you know there's that. Um, I mean, she did leave Daniel, like, right after, like, the uh, the karate tournament. Yeah, she's a bitch. I would have broken a radio. So. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And, really, I mean, the only reason he was so mad at Daniel on Halloween night was because all he was trying to do was just roll up a joint. And Daniel dumped a bunch of water on him. Just kind of a shit move. Johnny wasn't out to cause trouble. He just wanted to get high with his friends. Yeah, I mean, if he had gotten high, he would have been all nice and laid back and relaxed. They probably could have had a conversation. Yeah, he could have gotten to know the real him. Yeah, he could, I mean, he really probably could have learned, but like, 
Dude, man, I just I'm trying to keep you away from her, man. She is all kinds of fucked up, man. <laughs> she's gonna take advantage of you. She's gonna use you. Best cookies. So uh, cookies, <laughs> cookie. Um, and Here, then, Johnny, I got these cookies in a body bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let me get the uh, oatmeal raisin. Eat the chips. But sensei, they should do it. You got a problem with that? No sensei. <laughs> Johnny's dead sensei. He's allergic to chocolate. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I fully support it. I'm fully team Johnny. And uh, I say that not having watched Cobra Kai. Uh, you know, I'm not one. I'm, I don't know anything about Cobra Kai. But yeah, just from but, the movies alone, totally team Johnny. But you also had that, that conversation with, with, uh, with Abba Zappa. Yeah. And uh, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm actually the good guy here. And you're like, you are the good guy. <laughs> My God, you're so, so handsome after all these years. <laughs> so He was, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and I tell you, like, Ralph Macchio still looks like... Still looks like he's 14. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, I mean, after after we, after you talked to him or anything, we walked away. I, I part of me wanted to say, tell him to stay gold. Like, Shit. <laughs> like, you took that to heart. I, I feel like I already ruined this entire con, so <laughs> we probably got out of there right in the nick of time. You know, if he's ever had another con, I'm going to give him to sign a book. I'm going to pick one of my Marvel comic books, and it was an editor that worked at Marvel Comics in the '80s. His yep. name was Ralph Macchio. <laughs> and I'm going to give him to sign one of my comics. <laughs> Be like, oh, I don't remember writing this. To be like, are, are you freaking Eunice? <laughs> what would you just be so funny? Because, like, be like, oh yeah, I got this Marvel comic case signed by Ralph Macchio. Like the editor, no, the actor. Be like, you got the one person that signed the book, but at the same time, you got a book signed by Ralph Macchio. <laughs> I love it. There was actually also a woman that worked at Marvel, and I don't remember. I think she was the editor too, or assistant editor. Her name was Janet Jackson. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, ah, uh, the '80s, Miss Jackson. Yes. All right. Well, yeah. So this was fun. This was good. So if, if I call her Miss Jackson, do I have to prove that? Like a, you know, like like when you 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 know go somewhere and I'm like oh you you're not supposed to be back here let me see your 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 clearance badge be like oh here you go so if i say miss jackson she can be like okay you're cool be like no 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 no, no. show me your nasty show me your nasty you're like she stains the underwear no that's uh, not what i was looking for <laughs> so something else uh, wrong kind of nasty sorry yeah i think i think this is a correlation versus causation thing i think that like you have to be nasty in order to call her Miss Jackson. Oh, it's like, so... Yeah, in order to have the right to call her Miss Jackson, you gotta be nasty. So. Okay, so... So, if I understand this, like, me and Janet Jackson in the back of a Volkswagen, and then I'm like, I'm like, Janet, no, no, Miss Jackson. Like, yes, I did it! Uh, at that I point, you've proven that you are nasty. I am. Yeah. Because we're getting it on the back of Volkswagen. <laughs> or or may, maybe I'm completely misreading the song, and it's one of those things where, like, you guys, like, go to Wendy's and get some Frosties, and then you have it, like, smeared all over your face and dripping down in your shirt, and you're like, this is a great date, isn't it, Janet? And she's like, please, just, just miss Janet. Miss, miss Jackson, please. <laughs> I don't want to know you that well. Like, oh, my man. 
We're totally blowing it. Because <laughs> Jackson thinks I'm a loser. Yeah, you'll be the only person blowing stuff tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we since we only hear her sing the song, we don't actually get a chance to look at like the lyrics of it. Your nasty is probably like the name of some like Middle Eastern guy. His name is his name is Jura, and it's actually like like, like Nastay, but they just pronounce it nasty because they're assholes. And we're like, <laughs> or Miss Jackson, if you were nasty, and we're like, <laughs> and the whole time we all thought that we were the guy, but like, no. <laughs> Hello, Miss Jackson. Thank you for calling tech support. <laughs> this is Jura. <laughs> You know, my tech support guy get too familiar with me. <laughs> Did I answer any questions, Miss Jackson? Uh, I mean, Janet, it's Miss Jackson. You're nasty. You and that here they call you you a bitch. What was that? I said thank you for calling. <laughs> <laughs> But she does have a line, nasty boys don't ever change. So I guess he did get her printer working again. I like how we don't sometimes yes and each other. We just we just like open the door and so with like with like the yes and like 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 doormat left out there. It's like the end like the end of like rising sun. And so the door is like creeping open and going like just like uh was it uh Oh, hi. It's just like the door just kind of creeps up and is like, yes, and. <laughs> yeah, it's more like the river of blood in The Shining. <laughs> just a stream of verbal diarrhea. So we just go completely off the rails. Hmm, that's odd. The blood normally gets off on the third floor. <laughs> I had to show somebody the shinning. Um, because uh, they didn't, they did, they weren't unfamiliar with the shinning, <laughs> and uh, and then I then I showed them the uh, the <laughs> the Simpsons thing, and then which they didn't find it nearly as funny as I did, really. But it's also because they haven't seen the shinning yet. Oh well, if they haven't seen the real shinning, then right. yeah. Still, I mean, one of my <laughs> there's there's two parts in there that that always just make me laugh. Yeah, I can just think about it. It's just it makes me laugh. It's it's kind of like the Ralph Wiggum line um, when they <laughs> when they call him up and they're like they're like you know Ralph Wiggum. He goes he's like you're feeling English. He goes me feel English. That's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy I work with Byron Byron used to always just trip off of that man. Go, That's impossible. He used to think it was hilarious and shit. Um, Holy, did you see that guy? He looked like, a, like an Asian Charles Bronson? No. Nah, just just keep looking. No, no, I see him. It's like an Asian Charles Bronson. I can kind of see it, yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, but the, the two jokes in there, when Marge calls the police and she goes, <laughs> she's like, my, my husband's on a murderous rampage over. He's like, oh, well, I'm glad that's over. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God that's over. Yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> that went in the Homer thing where he's like, "You like it, Marge? I think you're calling it no TV, no beer, make Homer something, something. Go crazy? Don't mind if I do." No, no beer until you kill your family. He goes, 
Why would I feel bad? They'd be happier as ghosts. You don't look too happy. Uh, what do you mean? I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's a great one. Yeah. yeah. But on that note, we should probably wrap this up. Yeah. Um. Okay. So uh, last one. Last yeah. one. Okay. Into some high note. Again. Okay. Um. Kevin Smith or Bruce Willis? To be fair. We've only heard the story several times from Kevin Smith's point of view. We have never heard Bruce Willis actually say, either confirm or refute anything Kevin Smith said. But we automatically take his side because we like him. And because, you know, Bruce Willis is, you know, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, yeah. You know, that is a tough one because Bruce Willis, like... He knows the kind of characters that he plays. Uh-huh. And he's done it a million times at uh-huh. this point. So there's that. But at the same time, I I think no matter how well you know your job, you have a certain duty to respect the director. Okay. So, you... I think I think Kevin Smith or I think Bruce Willis could have expressed his concerns and said, "Hey, this is just my feedback. Speaking from experience, this is how I think you should approach it." But becoming an unruly butthead about it—that's where he kind of crossed that line. Well, I think there's there's that, and there's also the um, the whole the rewriting of "Live Free or Die Hard" with the uh, like. Now you can't make fun of his uh, Evan going bald. It's like, yeah. why not? He's like, he, he calls me Tubby. He's like, yeah, he can make fun of you for being fat, but you can't make fun of him <laughs> for, for being bald. That in the, uh, in the, hate the ones that you die hard the most. Like, again, though, we're only hearing this from Kevin Smith's point of view. And because I, I like Kevin Smith, like, I, I take his side, but I mean that's like me like, yeah, down with Vader and the Emperor, they're wrong. And then <laughs> you know, and then we come to find out, oops, no, we've been led astray. Run amok. That's it. We didn't land a Death Star Death Star landed on us. So <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I I feel like I feel like both guys had some wrong about how they handled that situation. But uh yeah, I, I'm still I'm still more leaning in the direction of Kevin Smith. Okay. Alright, so you bought into the Fat Man stuff. Okay. Well, he he did a really good job selling it. Because he also told his part of the wrongdoing. Like he he kinda I mean he, he talked about punching holes in the wall of his trailer. So he he admitted to wrongdoing. What was he, Josh Trank? <laughs> I mean, he's, if he's punching holes in the wall of his trailer, he's probably some southern white dude named Kyle. He does always wear a backwards hat, so. You know the whole story about Josh Trank and the making of the Fan 4 stick and how the studio rented that house for him and that the owners were, like, away, so they, they kind of, like, like put a house up to be for use or whatever, like a B&B thing, uh, Airbnb type of deal, and so they rented the house for him, and he was like, yeah, um, move all the stuff out of here, do this, do that, and let his dog, like, tear the place up, and then he, like, he broke all the windows and shit like that. <laughs> Jeez. It's what cost him his, uh, his Disney gig. Wow. 
because after that story broke, he was he was supposed to do um was he supposed to do solo or like one of the, maybe it's like the Boba Fett like a bounty hunter movie before it became um, the the TV series and stuff yeah uh, and that got taken away from him after that whole story broke huh yep it's kind of interesting so very interesting so I was like I mean maybe it's like maybe the two of them were like just like I can bust up a house better than you can. <laughs> I said I should have just done it like a hotel room, just like a, a like a musician. But like a house is just so much work, man. Mm-hmm. And you push all kinds of like personal items in there. You know how hard it is to like to like break pictures in a hotel. Especially <laughs> they're nailed to the walls, man. Oh yeah, yeah, they know what they're doing. So yeah, yep. I'm actually good. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna go with Kevin Smith, but. I don't know that that uh, that Bruce Willis is technically wrong because in in the story because they don't know. Yeah, yeah. But but we've been told to root for Kevin Smith because he's a jolly former fat guy, and <laughs> and the thing is he's he's playing he's playing it all right too, right? You like him because he's a fat guy, he's a jolly fat guy, and you like him you're like okay, cool, you know? Yes, he he's a likable guy. He's like Santa Claus that makes like you know really like a. Bad movies with foul language in it, um, <laughs> and then and then he loses weight. So then you feel even more like inclined to like him or something because it's like, oh wow, and look at that, he's getting healthy and he's lost all this weight and stuff, and like, wow, he looks amazing. But it's still like in your mind thinking, you know what? He said like a hundred and like ten different things that were wrong. He lied about a bunch of stuff. I need to correct that. Yeah. So like, I I don't know like which one. But it seems like like Kevin Smith's playing all the right angles to kind of keep people to like him, believe his story. <laughs> so so uh, we'll get Bruce Willis on the podcast, uh, and uh, we'll we'll let him tell his side of the story because nobody's ever heard it. I think with that one, you're gonna have to probably do that podcast episode by yourself. I would totally do an episode with Bruce Willis. <laughs> I mean, I just don't think. Uh, I think there's probably more truth to that story than you really would care to know, um, but you would find out the minute you decide to sit down with him. Oh, I bet I would, because like my first question would be like, "So all those bare ass shots of you in Twelve Monkeys was that your idea or the director's?" <laughs> Somebody was bucking mighty hard for that. Monkey, monkey. <laughs> God, I love Twelve Monkeys. It's a good movie. Games, games locked up. Games want to get out, but good one get out, but can't. Get out of my chair! <laughs> God, oh, yeah. Jeffrey is so amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jeffrey, you're crazy. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, I have been a Comey. My name has been Turk182. And, uh, yeah, we, we've, uh, we, we hope we've given you some things to think about. Yeah, so I mean, next time you sit down and watch a movie, and the movie's like, oh, these are the good guys, these are the bad guys, just, just stop. Just stop. And be like, hmm, maybe, maybe the guy in this porno I'm watching, maybe he's not fucking her. <laughs> maybe she's fucking him. You know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's how it is. I have my yeah. sympathy because she was cheating on her man. Right. But maybe I've been looking at this all wrong. I mean,. Sure, she did, like, order the pizza that came to be delivered. Um, and when the guy, like, opened the box, there was nothing inside. 
you know, then, you know, she was happy. So, like, I think maybe she's asking for this. Maybe she she was like, you know, where we look at it, we're like, oh, he's coming over there to seduce her. Maybe she ordered like a, you know, like a male prostitute. That's how they do it, right? Yeah. She's like, she's like, I need something to fuck. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you don't know. But, yeah, just just because the movie tells you to, to look at it one way. I mean, hell, the 300 Spartans, right? Yeah. We just immediately think that they're the bad guys. Be- I mean, the good guys because, like, oh, we're defending our land. But, you know, but Xerxes is like, hey, I'm coming to conquer the land. And I'm going to conquer you and take it over. Like, you don't have the right to do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> and how'd you guys get all this land? We, you know, conquered some people. Conquer some people. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I couldn't, couldn't hear you there. Were you, were you speaking Latin? I kind of missed that part there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So just and you know, like Schindler's List, right? I, right. Yeah. Okay. It's so, not. It's not just me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I mean, it's. Uh, it, it was a movie. And, and it was. I mean, all, all I'm saying is the Germans didn't cause nine eleven. You know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> actually, there are those hidden uh, Hitler tapes, the ones he made in the bunker. Oh, I thought he was just watched hentai. Oh, that was Bin Laden. I'm really tired. <laughs> so actually, I don't know anything about. It. I just know hidden. I mean, there, there could be hidden Hitler bunker tape. I don't know. There's probably something like he's so he's so dark. He is. He's he's not not forbidden. I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak German. <laughs> oh my just, God, this bunker is uber dark. Uber dark. As Hans, he said he would be here. <laughs> it's so dark in Eva. Let's play Marco Polo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, and the man in hockey mask. And <laughs> Scheiser is Jason. <laughs> you have to, I have a good game for us. It's roulette. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a version I learned from the Russians. Hi, <laughs> in this play. <laughs> Can you go first? Click. Now I'll go. Click. <laughs> it didn't sound like gun clicking. It sounded like your mouth. No, it's gun clicking. Here, your turn again. Click. <laughs> now my turn again. Click. <laughs> oh, oh no, reverse card. Back to you, my <laughs> Now you. Oh, I play click four. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> All right, bye everybody. <laughs> Zang, yo. All right, there, folks. That was our moms think we're funny. Let's uh, let's give them a hand.